Welcome back to the Horror You Know podcast. It's been a few weeks since we've gotten together in the old bunker here, but I'm Darren. I'm Ian. And I'm Trent. And Torrance is not here. We're still not at full force. <laughs> not you. We'll Killing get people. there, though. Killing it's like, everyone. did you ever see an episode of Voltron or anything when you were little that all of it didn't come together? Because I feel like that's where we're at. This will be a major Little test Power for Rangers. Our... You're missing like the pink pussy or whatever. Oh, yeah, he, he's the the uh, green dragon sword that's out in the ocean somewhere. Just, or like yeah. the Happy Meal we toys that to all made something bigger when you got the whole set. It all <laughs> yeah. put together and made something oh, cool. Yeah. That's yeah, us right we're, now. We're, missing... we're, we're an incomplete set. Yeah. but That's all right, though. He'll be back. Yeah. We'll be back soon. Hopefully he's out there having a good time with his new love. I thought we were his. Oh, new love. Yeah, okay, his new we're his old love. Yeah, we're old news guys. We're, we're old hats. <laughs> old hags. We're old dudes. We're old news. We got saggy titties. It's tragic. <laughs> hey, speak for yourself over there. <laughs> Trent's I am. Bodice. I am. Trent's dad bought his tight. It's the sports bra, keeping it all together. So this week, you guys know what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping you do. Did you watch the movie? I did. Let's I was just excited say, to watch it. Let's just say Ian. Won't hold a grudge against us for doing this episode. Uh, 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 Speaking of uh, (laughs) scary spirits, what did you bring us? You know, some of that butter pecan from that place that will hopefully sponsor us one of these days. We're still holding out hope for Old Smokey. You know, it's been a while since we've done an Old Smokey. It's been Uh, a while. (laughs) Yeah. We smoky. I was trying to do Ian Torrance. We're just, <laughs> that's all he does is like trying to pick up on the music references, references to musical songs and it is so nice and warm too. Stuff. I can't wait somewhere out there. At least one listener is like, "Damn, it means I was hoping we'd get away one episode without it." <laughs> nope. <laughs> His spirit lives I on. Would have gotten away with it too if it wasn't for you meddling jokes. I'm licking the rim. You have to. <laughs> oh wow! Can't believe I just said that. Um, okay. We ready? We're ready. One, two, three, down the hitch. Oh, so warm. Yep. The warm's not bad, not though. bad, though. It's not bad. I like the warm. We missed you, old Smokey. Mm-hmm. Still yeah, my favorite. Still my favorite. Last, uh, that, that last show, the last show Means did on his own. The one before that, I don't think we did old Smokey, because you weren't here. Yeah, I didn't make that. You're one. our old Smokey provider. Yeah. What did and we then, do? What was that one it was the zombie Nazi movie. Oh, yeah. I don't even know if Overlord. we did shots at all on Overlord. that one. By the way, guys, shot. on record, I loved that movie. Did you and watch I'm it sorry that I wasn't here to review it. Oh, you your, saw it before? Let's, mm-hmm. let's go That's ahead good. and get your score about three or four weeks later. The people Uh-oh. want to know it. I wanted to give it like a good solid eight. I liked it, too. I think yeah. That's what I gave I was surprised. Like It was one of those movies from the very beginning that like I was like, oh, shit. Like From the opening scene, like you knew it was going to be pretty intense. I don't even remember what I gave it. I think we were all pretty high on it. Like seven and a half to eight. Yeah, Go back and listen to that episode, scores. guys. It needs some more love. It wasn't a great episode, but you can go back and listen it to it. A, I appreciate yeah, it. I thought it was good. Yeah. I like the episode. It's just, maybe it was a movie just people haven't heard of. We don't have history nerds out there. It's yeah. okay. I've had a few people come up to me telling me they've watched the movie since then. 
Maybe it's a, a lot of people are turned off by Nazi spiritualists. It's true. It's true. Yeah. Or maybe they like Nazis. I don't know. Maybe we, we have insulted. Those kind of fans. We insulted them. <laughs> I had never even heard of it until the you bad suggested bad mouth Nazis. <laughs> not on my watch. We're the Nazis from Natchez. Jersey <laughs> Fletch. Oh, yeah. Fletch and Fletch lives. And I have to call Trent out. <coughs> Why? What? You know, I'm just going to say two words. Fudge sickle. <laughs> I'm not getting You it. don't remember? I'm not getting it right. He's talking about the frozen corpses. Uh, and he said, unless you're Wells, then you have a fudge sickle. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Trent. <laughs> hey. Well, hey, if you're packing a fudge school, uh, I think you uh, <laughs> you have nothing to worry about, my friend. I rewound that part three times, by the way, just because it had me laughing so much. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. Well, you guys had a good break away from each other. Yeah. You anything in your personal lives? Anything fun? Uh, I don't know about fun. I've been doing a lot of gaming on my weekends off. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What do you game at? What, what's new out there? Uh, I've been playing Jedi Survivor, PGA 2K23, WWE 2K23. Let me ask you this. What have you done or consumed horror-related? Any movies or mm. anything? Without you all? You don't watch anything new? Uh, I don't think I've watched anything new. I've... Watch some old stuff. I watched a movie the other day on uh, Netflix, maybe, or Amazon Prime. Can't remember. Netflix, probably. Uh, it's called The Platform. Do you see that or heard of that? Mm-mm. Check that out. It's weird. I want to say it's maybe foreign, but uh, here's the concept. This guy wakes up in this room, and it's above, it's got a square opening. And at the ground, it has a square opening. And he's like, what the hell's in there? And there's one other person in the room with him. And it looks like he's a prisoner, right? Yeah. And this platform comes down through the ceiling to their level and stops. It's got all this kind of shitty looking food all over it. Mm. And this guy comes over to it and he's like eating really fast. And he's like, oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> he's like, what are you doing? It sounds disgusting. He's like, you better eat. You better eat. And then it leaves. And then, like, the whole concept is every day during the same time or sometime during the day, this platform is going to come out of the ceiling and you have to eat whatever scraps are left on it, right? Mm-hmm. Well, then he passes out. Somebody knocks him out again and he ends up in a different room. Same look, different person with him. Platform comes down and it has way less food. So the whole thing is he figures out it goes from level to level and it starts off with a bunch of food. By the time it gets to the bottom, there's no food. Oh, wow. So he's going down a level each time he wakes up? You don't know where you're going to end up. It's random, he finds Hmm. out. I'm not going to tell you the whole thing, but it's very interesting. Like, And it's obviously a metaphor for possibly society and this and that, you know, class. What's it called again? The platform. That sounds interesting. Gotta watch it. It's okay. interesting. Okay. Speaking really of rooms, uh, now that you mentioned <laughs> that, I did watch the Escape Room movies last weekend. Have you oh, all yeah? seen those? I saw the first one. I saw the first as well. Not bad. Really enjoyed them. Like I was surprised at how much I enjoyed them. Uh, so much so that immediately after I watched the first one, I was like, "Where's the second one at? <laughs> Gotta watch it." <laughs> <laughs> and you all should definitely watch it if you if you enjoyed the first one. It picks up right after. 
I also Man. watched uh, 10 Cloverfield Lane because you all were talking about that on the uh, first Overlord time? episode. I remember watching it uh, when it first came out in theaters, but I did not remember it like at all. I love that movie. I need to go back yeah, and watch it's really it. Good. It's been a while. It's definitely more of an intimate type <laughs> take on the first Cloverfield movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm not really... Let me think here. I've not really watched. We watched the new Evil Dead. We all did that together. I think mm-hmm. we even talked about that last time. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm still trying to finish up the Resident Evil Four remake. Trucking oh, nice. through, nice, almost there. And really, I don't know if I'd call this horror or not. Um, Jensen and I started, and I am not finishing. But we started that show called The Watcher on Netflix. Did you all watch that? Mm-mm. It's bad. I've seen it. Not it's bad. Um, <laughs> I, I jumped off after one episode. She's powering through, and I've kind of watched a little bit um, just that she's been watching. Um, it's a Ryan Murphy show, so that right there was enough to, to get me out. I don't know if you know who Ryan Murphy is or have watched any of his stuff. But, um, He's the Glee guy. He did Glee. He does like the American Horror Story, or yeah, American mm, Horror Story. It's like I don't mind. I kind of like American American Horror Crime Story. Story. I love American um, Horror he Story. He does a bunch of stuff, but I'm just not a huge fan, and it's just really goofy. I don't even know if I'd call it a horror, but it's kind of a stalkery kind of like this family moves into this new house, and people keep sending them weird letters, and yeah, I don't know. Hmm. So other than that, I've not really seen anything new horror. Speaking of speaking of haunted houses, what are we talking about this week again? The Grudge. The Grudge. The Grudge. Or as it's known in its original country. How was that? Juwon. 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 I don't know. There's going to be a lot of this Japanese I can't pronounce. Juwon. We're just going to say Juwon. That's what we'd say around here. Juwon. And it shall be a Juwon. Trent Trent will add subtitles. For all the Japanese you're going to be speaking during this episode. Levon. (laughs) Oh, my bad. My bad. Levon. 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 Yeah, uh, so we're going to talk about some of the stories that inspired that movie and the actual legend around that movie, supposed legend, because I'll tell you right now, it's all the supposed legends bullshit. Hey, 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 skeptic. We <laughs> well, haven't done a ghost story in a long time. No, the, so. the, the real legend is bullshit because they actually created this legend for the movie. Let so people that's believe. where I'm going to go. Um, I'm not going to let them decide because it's already like the directors and the writers already said that. Okay. So this is the curse of Kayeko. However you say her name. Kayeko. Oh, K-A-Y. Like actually from the movie? A-K-O. Kayako? Kayako? Maybe? They said it so fast, I couldn't understand it. Yeah. So a lot of those names, like the way they pronounced it. That was the main even... girl that was the, the ghost. spirit, right? Yes. Okay, that's what I thought. So this, that legend was actually created before the movie. So here's how it goes. Uh, Kayako was a lonely young girl from Japan. She was neglected by her parents as a child and had very few friends growing up. When she met a man named Teiko Saeki. He seemed like the only person in the world who cared about her. The two quickly fell in love, married, and had a son whom they named Toshio. Do you remember Toshio. him? Toshio. Oh, yeah. Or as he says in the movie, Toshio. He does. He has a very deep voice for a little boy. <laughs> Toshio. That's exactly how he said it. Unable to talk to men, when she was a teenager, Keiko used to, used to write in her diary about crushes on random men and fantasy stories about falling in love. Unfortunately, Teiko found this diary one day and 
not knowing that it was either old or fiction, believed that his wife was cheating on him currently. <laughs> so uh, that's how the, the legend kind of came. Okay. okay. Uh, thought she was cheating on him. So filled with rage, he brutally attacked Kayako with a kitchen knife. During the horrific assault, Kayako had her throat cut and her neck snapped. But bes- uh, despite these terrible injuries, she was still alive. The only sound Kayako was able to make as she cried for help was the now infamous and ever haunting croak of the Juan. Uh, yeah, that, was, uh, that was creepy, yeah. for sure. I can't do it. That's close enough. It reminded me of that old like dial tone when you used to dial into internet back in the day. Oh, man. If only it had the screeching to go with it, that'd be so scary. (laughs) (laughs) So he then wrapped Kayako in a plastic bag, left her to die in the attic, and then drowned their son in the bathtub. Oh. So he went batshit crazy over a diary from when she was a teenager. Insecure much? Uh, Yeah. I don't want to bury the lead, so I'll just ask, are you going to say anything about the cat later? The cat that's in there? Yeah. Well, he killed the family cat, too, I guess. I didn't say that in the legend. But this was the basic legend they came up with to wrap the story around when they were writing the movie. Okay. I was curious about that because in the American version, the cat's like a big part of like the boy's order, too. So Yeah. But they don't ever really explain why the cat's there. So No, and that's the thing. I mean, it... In the Japanese version, it's not as fleshed out of a character, I think. Than the, did you watch the Americanized version at all? I did not. Um, really? Sarah Michelle Geller, you wouldn't I watch her? Back in the day, you didn't watch it? The Grudge was one of those series that just kind of passed me by for whatever reason. And in preparation for this episode, I could not find the American ones on anything for free to watch. So I did not watch it. But no, I love Sarah Michelle Geller. I would love to go back and watch it. Yeah. And especially compare it to the original. Which actually, isn't it the same director? Yes. So I thought that was interesting. Uh, Takeshi Shimzu? Because I looked them both up and I noticed the same name. I was like, that's interesting that he... Well, they did that a few times. I don't know if you knew, like, when they started doing in the 2000s, they started with the the J-horror stuff. They started not only taking all those movies here in America, but they actually started inviting some of those directors over to redirect an American version. They would just have, like, an assistant director help them with... Mm -hmm. I mean, that's cool to me. If you're going to... Basically, take their stuff, you know, yeah. at least let them Give be a them part a of bigger it. Bigger budget. Yeah. So, the same director worked on the American version? Yes. Okay. That's why they're very, very similar, but yeah. have just bigger budget. You could Is tell. the American version divided up into the chapters like the this mm, one was? It no. had like, it would have like headline or like storyline, like piping, I remember, but I need to, I need to, I don't remember somewhere. being as like, like to me, the Japanese version seemed like almost like an anthology film. Like, yeah. And then all yeah. the stories came together, but and the cuts were way different in the American yeah. version. The cuts are quicker, and like it just looks more Americanized. Mm-hmm. So that's why I think they that he had a little bit of help probably doing the American version. Yeah. All right, so um, it's basically that's the story that they kind of made up, but they pulled different references from other historical, like legends and i don't know if you know anything about japanese j-horror and their legends but it goes back to the like 13th century i mean it's some of those stories are that old that they pass down generationally and they have very very famous ones that just keep on passing down and changing slightly 
they've had tons of like uh there's a whole history of I'm trying to remember the name of them, but it, it's where they wear the masks, the wooden masks that they paint. Hmm. But there's a whole history of that type of, of play, like operatic type play. And even people in England knew about it. And that's where like some of the influences into like uh, Shakespeare and stuff like that came from. Like right. Shakespeare got influenced by these different Asian cultures for their tragedies and stuff and mixed that in with English ghost stories and stuff. So it's pretty interesting how, you know, like one group affects another group and they come up with their own brand of the same type of thing, which we're going to talk about later because we as Americans have come up with our own brand using stuff from those countries. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. So I don't know how to say this word, but here we go. Onryo. It's like Let's spell it. O-N-R-Y-O. Onryo. Sounds good. Oreo. We'll just say Oreo. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds better. Country of origin, please. Japan. Uh, Use it in a sentence. (laughs) The term (laughs) Onryo roughly translates to vengeful spirit and refers to a ghost that returns to a living realm in order to seek revenge for wrongs they've experienced in their past life. Now, this is the basest ghost for most Japanese legends. Okay. Um, so the whole thing with having a ghost return to the living realm from from the netherworld in order to seek revenge is the biggest type ghost story in Japan. All right? And here's what they, they say about this one. There are hundreds of stories concerning the Onryo, but the most famous one is the tale of Uwea, O-I-W-A. It is also one that inspires Keiko the most. Awea was a young woman madly in love with her husband. His name was Tamiya Lemon. Tamiya Lemon? Really? L E M O N. I was not expecting Lemon? that after all these Lemon? Japanese names. Lemon? I was not expecting that either. His name is Tamiya Lemon. Uh, she was carrying his child. Unfortunately, <laughs> uh, Lemon was a dishonorable man who would regularly cheat on her and even secretly murdered Awea's father when he found out about his infidelity. So her dad found out about that guy cheating on her, so he murdered him. Lemon would murder Awea, their unborn child, and her servant in order to remarry a neighbor's wealthy daughter, disposing of their bodies in the local river. However, during his marriage ceremony, when he lifted up the new bride's veil, he saw Awea's rotting, disfigured face. In a moment of shock, he drew his sword and beheaded his new bride. Oh my God. Awea would continue to haunt Lemon from that day forward and even tricked him into killing the the father-in-law until he was eventually slain by her own brother. According to legend, the curse accompanies the story of Awea and those who retell it suffer hauntings, injuries, or even deaths. We just told the story. Hmm. Well, I technically, just my toe. you just told the story. We just listened. Does that mean we're safe? I don't know. We'll see. Um, to this day, production teams telling versions of this story will regularly visit the grave of Awea in Tokyo. So apparently it's based on a real woman that died. And pray for her blessing to tell the story once again. If this sounds familiar, it is because it is also the inspiration behind The Ring, 
Dark Waters, and even Cynthia Velasquez and Silent Hill. Wow. See, I was going to ask, it, like, it sounds like some ring shit. Like, yeah. we all listen to the story, or are we all screwed? And the little, <laughs> little girl in, in Silent Hill, you know? So so that's uh, Awea, the story of that. And then the Onryo is the vengeful spirit. So it's like the overall, you know, these are the type ghosts that we're talking about. If you um, all were in Japan and had a chance to visit the grave, would you do so? Or would you pass? I would probably do so because I've visited graves here that were supposed to be haunted. Like the, uh, what's the famous voodoo lady in New Orleans in that one cemetery? Marie, Marie Laveau. Yeah, I visited her grave. Really? I put a little X on it. Oh my, no you didn't. Yeah. Oh my God. Because you're supposed to put an X, like put your finger in ash, put an X on her grave. Yeah. Wow. That is intense. Hmm. My dog died next week, but I mean, I didn't. Are you being I just, serious I right just now? had an old dog. Oh, my God. I don't think that's a coincidence. <laughs> I don't, I don't care how old your dog either. was. You know, when you watch the ring tape, you got seven days. I know. Well, hmm. I, watched or, that, I watched that tape a long time ago. I'm still alive. I made that up. I didn't, I didn't like my dog. Oh, didn't man. Die. I was like, I just, Whoa. I put the X. <laughs> I just put the X on there. Gullible. <laughs> All right. So. The legend of Kuchisaki On. Kuchisaki On. K U C H I S A K E O N N. Oh. Oh. And it's the, there's a, a dash between the E and the O. So, Kuchisaki On. Whilst Juon may be based on Keiko, which itself is based on the Onryo, the series also borrows from the legend of Kuchisaki On, or the Slipmouthed Woman. You guys heard this one? Oh, I've heard of her before. Ah. Yeah. From the 17th century, according to legend, the Slipmouthed Woman would cover her face with a mask or item and carry some type of sharp object, where, were it to be a knife, scissors, or a scalpel. She would then ask victims if she, if they thought she was attractive. If they said no, then she kills them with the weapon. However, if they respond yes, when she reveals their corners of her mouth are, she then reveals the corners of her mouth are cut from ear to ear, like a gorier and scarier joker. Mm-hmm. She then asks the question again, when if the victim says she is still attractive, she will put her mouth in such a way that they resemble her. You want to know how I got these scars? <laughs> oh, my God. So so if you tell her she's attractive twice, she makes you look like her pretty much? She'll cut your mouth open. So you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. I'd rather live, though, wouldn't you? Yeah. So you get those choices. Would you say you're you're ugly or you're... No, I'm definitely going to tell her, yeah, you look good, girl. <laughs> yeah. Hey, girl, you want to go out for drinks? Yeah, you know, I like them mouth slits. <laughs> <laughs> what can she do with that mouth? Yeah. You look just fine after two or three shots, I'm yeah. sure. So it's a horrific way either way, I would say, but you know, there's you know, could could you could you say you're average looking, maybe? Maybe you look okay. What would you do then? You're not you're not committing. Yes, all right. Not you my know, type. I was actually but... thinking about that, like uh in the last shot of the movie, they show that girl and the blood on her face kind of looks like that. Yeah. Like it's supposed like to be a slit. slit. Yeah. yeah. So apparently you could distract her with money or hard candy to escape. Hard so, candy. So she so she gets a she got sugar tooth and she also wants a sugar daddy. So it's a good thing I always carry some more of this original. 
So those are those are the main legends behind it. There are other legends, you know, but I mean, there's like uh, that that Kus Kushisaki Ona is my favorite one. Now compare those to legends in England. It's usually somebody that died, you know, that was an aristocracy or something, and they died, or somebody had them killed that was in the family, and then they come back to haunt the family. For mm -hmm. generations, so we've all heard those. The Scottish have stories. But let's now talk about a few American stories. Are you, have you heard of any American stories that would have been influenced by this kind of thing? Or Mexican stories that could be influenced by this? We don't have to go into great detail, but you guys know of any stories that you heard when you were growing up from relatives, parents, anything that was kind of cool? Uh, Yeah, there is a statue down in Springdale Cemetery of a uh what well, looks like a large nun to me what they call her the blue lady and it was always she looks egyptian to me you know, know what i'm talking, talking about? about oh yeah yeah it was always so dose as kids that if you go up to the to her statue and you kiss her feet that uh, she'll come to visit you in your dreams at night yeah and if she kills you in your dreams you die in real life did that ever happen to you did you nope. kiss her feet i did not Suck on those toes. Nope. <laughs> Maybe that's why I'm not in the feet these the toes, days. Sucking the toes. I have uh, went down there with plenty of groups of kids who did it, and a lot of them would either uh, say they didn't have a nightmare or someone would get up to the statue and start breaking down and crying before they ever did it. And I was just like, nope, I don't want any part of that. <laughs> I, guess, I guess I knew at a young age not to get involved with all that. Yeah, at the risk of sounding like a chicken shit, which maybe I am, but I'm like, if there's even like a – one percent chance that you could get cursed or haunted. Like, I ain't taking that risk. Right. <laughs> no, thank I'm all, you. I'm all for fun, you know, fun yeah. stories. But like, I'm totally different. I'm the one what? who would go up and suck on those toes because <laughs> I'd be like, Let's see I know I've caught got. you before. You've uh, <laughs> caught you in the act. Yeah, suck a few toes. Toe sucker. Man. We don't we don't kink shame on this podcast. Well, what I heard when I was little, and this is a, uh, I'll tell you a few of them that I heard when I was little. But they all seem like they're localized, but they're almost nationwide because they're urban legends. Hmm. But here's one that I love, and this came from actually England, but it's made its way it made its way into America, and it's in most most states, I'm sure. Right? It's about it's it's the La Llorona from Mexico. Okay. But they also have one in England, which is the same thing where somebody drowned trying to save a kid or, I mean, they all have something a little bit different with the story, but then they come back looking for the kid and haunting people and blah, blah, blah. We heard one when I, I lived over in Jackson County, Indiana, and we heard one that was combined with a different story. I think when people started telling it, but it was, uh, this woman supposedly died on a train track looking for her child and got knocked off into this river and it didn't kill her, but she drowned in the river because she couldn't get out. And then, like, she supposedly would haunt these certain tracks there in outside of Seymour somewhere. I don't even know where it's at, but mm. uh, it changed places when we go look for it. People would say, oh, it's here, it's here, you know. But she supposedly died on those tracks near that body of water. And like, if you go there at a certain type of night, like midnight or something on a certain date, she's supposedly will be walking and crying out for her child, like mm. La Llorona. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, that was also with the myth uh, at the time where there was supposedly a bottomless lake or river near a train track there in Jackson County again. Hmm. And I think people confuse those two legends and kind of mash them together. But uh, that, that train track derailed and it was a passenger train and it went down into the river. And when they tried to rescue or pull the train out the next day during the rescue, they couldn't even find the train because it had went, like people said, there was like underground aquifers and the train just got lost in like a big pit at the bottom of the river, mm. blah, blah, blah. So those people supposedly haunt the tracks too. So I think people kind of mi mixed and matched what they wanted with sure. the train tracks and the woman and the child. But I've always heard about the <clears throat> the crying woman, you know, always in white and had long black hair. She was crying for her child. And, you know, if she you confronted her and asked what was going on, she noticed you, she would kill you kind of thing. So it was always like one of those like Sounds really like the pilot of Supernatural. Oh yeah, the woman in white. <laughs> that was probably, on a, which was on would a probably come from yeah. these Japanese. Oh, I'm sure they pull from everything. Yeah, yeah. no yeah. doubt. So, yeah, we heard all those stories. We also heard the one about the kids in the bus that got killed by the train, and then you go down there and put your car in neutral and turn your car off. Your car will slowly move off the tracks. Where's that and you at? Go that sounds familiar. It's supposed to be in every state, but I like did something like one, that once with somebody or something. One in similar. like a Texas or something where you can see the little handprints they said on the back of the car. Is the that the one where off. you're supposed to put the baby powder on your car? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think we were, who was I with? It was definitely like someone was trying to prank somebody, but it was that same, almost exact same like story they told. Like just sit there with your car and neutral and keep your lights on or something. Yeah. And yeah. I can't remember, but. Most of it's like just an optical illusion where the it looks like you're going down, but you're actually going up, or vice versa. It looks like you're going up, but you're actually going down. You put it in neutral, and it like pushes you, hmm. or you just roll downhill is what you're doing. Uh, but it's an optical illusion. Uh, another one would be um, that I recall. This has been a lot of different books, but it started back when we were a young country here, like. Uh, when Americans, you know, were the, when the English first started coming over and people were scared of the woods and this and that, you know, there was a story about a man who was courting a woman and, and uh, supposedly she died or whatever. So then another, another, or they both died. And then the guy was, another guy was coming and he saw this woman and gave her a ride and get all the way to the house and turned around. She's gone. He gives her a jacket or whatever, something, something like a, a shawl to put over because she was cold during mm -hmm. the ride. And when they get back, you know, he finds his shawl on a grave, which turned into a 1950s, like teenager thing to where a person takes somebody, picks them up, gives them their letterman's jacket. When they go back, the letterman's jacket's on the grave. So it's like mm. it just changed throughout the centuries from like a horse and buggy and a shawl to like a fifties car and a letterman's jacket. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So As I do. It's really cool about how these legends have spawned. You know, I don't really know if there's truth to most of them. You know, you know how legends go anyway, but I don't know if there's a lot of truth to most legends and ghost stories, but they're based on maybe some people's experiences and, 
people just loving to tell stories around the campfire type thing. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. we all love these stories. Yeah. You know, I think it's a bit of both. Like the everything. hitchhiker type stories and stuff, you know. I think it's a lot of people just wanting to scare people, but I do think maybe they come from something. Maybe yeah. maybe even just a common incident, someone dying in a common way or something, and they just kind of embellish it. Yeah. Or just like a weird, tragic, unexplainable death, and people just start yeah. coming yeah. up with stuff that just carries on for years. Just like the legend down there, the cemetery you were talking about, you know. I mean, we have like, is it Eggleston Elementary supposed to have a ghost in one of the windows or something? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean... It just happens, I think, naturally. The Lanier like, Mansion. Yeah, Lanier. Supposed to have a little boy that drowned or <clears> something, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm not sure. Somebody drowned, I think. In Probably the, the way that back area floods all over these frost. So, um, the only other thing I have on this, uh, they've had tons of like different... Like, this is actually the third movie in the series. This one we just watched. Mm-hmm. The first two were made for TV. This is the first one that was made for theaters. And then The Grudge, the American version, and then they've had a couple more since then. They had The Grudge 2, American version. They had a couple more, like, Japanese versions. And then they had that series. Did you guys watch any of that series? <coughs> no. So you need to check that out. It's pretty good, actually. It's called mm-hmm. uh, uh, The Grudge or- Origins or Juon Origins or something like that. So that's a Japanese series? It's it's on Netflix, so it's like I don't know who directed it for sure, but it's it's more modernized. So like those movies, you could tell they're like early two thousands, right? Mm-hmm. This one, the origins is like 2018, 2019. So you could tell it's like updated filming techniques, lighting techniques, colorization, stuff like that. So okay. it's pretty good. But the the cool thing about that one is it's got like these little in in show like nods to the other ones and to the original stories that that came through and then it's got this one where supposedly this guy killed his entire family in this yellow house in japan like in real life so it's got a nod to that because it's like the yellow house was supposed to be haunted and they actually the village or town tore it down because it was so haunted supposedly so it doesn't exist anymore but there's pictures of the yellow house and then they have that in the the origins uh, series. Okay, so that's kind of cool. Yeah, you know? I definitely like to check that out. I saw it while I was looking up this movie, so the, I wasn't sure the what origins it was one. Like, yeah, yeah, it, it, I thought it was pretty good. I've watched at least three <clears throat> episodes of it now. So definitely seems like a cool universe as far as yeah. the story and the legend and everything. Now, I do have to say the Wayans brothers kind of made it silly. Because of the scary movies, <laughs> with the with the well, yeah, black haired. Um... So now when I watch the old one, because the makeup effects aren't like stellar or anything, you know, it's not as scary. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't like I mean, it was creepy. Yeah. It wasn't anything that like shocked me or you know, yeah. shook me too bad. But because it was just people in white face paint, pretty much. But yeah, um, but I mean, the noise they made and there were some pretty good jump scares in it. I thought and. And one reason they always wear white is because that's their traditional white, like, kimono, burial kimono. And I did find that out. So I didn't know that before. Um, And then the black hair had something to do with something. I don't remember what it was. But uh, definitely the white, all those uh, female ghosts are in white because that's what they put them in in their burial kimonos, Hmm. apparently at the time. Interesting. Yep, that makes a lot of sense. So there you go. 
<clears throat> now I do have to say uh, I like the ring better than the Grudge. I'm more of a ring fan. Ringu. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a good melding of modern ghost storytelling with those ancient ghost stories, right? With like the phone call and the the videotape and stuff. Even though videotape's now old, I'm just saying like it's a good <laughs> it's a good mixture of those two. Yeah, but videotapes kind of- just have that creep factor about them because of like the static and the snow and yeah, all that. Like. Yeah. If you did that on like a DVD now, it wouldn't be. <laughs> not even DVD. Now you got to click on a link in your inbox. Yeah. yeah. That really is scary these days because you're probably going to get a virus when you do this. True. Yeah. You look up too much porn. Mm. <laughs> hey, I watch all those movies online for free, so it's fine. <clears throat> I'm, I'm good so far. The porn ones? <laughs> all right. Just, just movies. Just movies. Just movies. So you want to talk about the movie now? or? Yeah. Let's do it. I thought we kind of started already. Yeah. <laughs> we, we touched on it a little bit. We haven't really got into it, though, I don't feel like. The thing I liked about that movie when I first saw it, because I saw it when it first came on like DVD, or actually it was like VHS tape back when it first came out. I probably rented it like Movie Gallery or Blockbuster. But when I first watched it. You rented it, The Ring is what it was. I thought it was kind of, <laughs> yeah. I thought it was cool that how long it took for each setup to take compared to American movies, which to me made it creepier. Like her coming down the steps at the end, mm-hmm. that made it way more creepier taking that long to get down the steps. You it know did. What I'm and I was sitting there thinking like, wow, that's the person actually crawling down those steps like that. Well, there yeah. was like nothing like quick about this movie. It was all very methodical and slow yeah. and just kind of atmospheric, which I yeah. thought really helped. Like a lot of like, like there wasn't much music in it really. A lot of natural sounds yeah. and just kind of ambient noise and, Made it more real, I guess, kind of. Like the little yeah. boy was kind of sad. Definitely. It yeah. made it made it sadder to know the little boy got killed. And the woman it, woman was kind of protective of him, you know. And the, but him meowing and all that shit, it was kind of weird. Mm-hmm. That was a good little scare. Yeah. yeah. Me hiss and meow. Yeah. See, I didn't I didn't get that in the American version when it first came out. I was like, why is, why is the little boy like always making like cat noises? They never explained it. Which now I understand because, like, the Japanese version doesn't really have, like, a story to it either. It's just, we know this haunted house is going on. We know these ghosts are in there. And people who are visiting this house are being affected by it. And there's not shit you can do about it. That's the scary part. And I did like how it was multiple stories rather than one long story. Mm -hmm. Cutting it up from each character's point of view. I thought that was neat. It kind of made it a little difficult to put them in place, like, timeline wise um but i mean you know i got the gist of the story obviously but i also think it's cool how j-horror has not only just a different aesthetic to the way they do the movies and their cuts are way different longer takes and everything and absent of music like you said more a little bit sound effects here and there but it's mostly natural sound Mm -hmm. what i do also like about it is their story itself like an American ghost story, it's like, oh, we're haunting. Well, you also always <laughs> like, have that one person that like has to explain it to someone. Yeah, like, gives you all the has backstory, to the backstory, uh, yeah. and everything. Like, mm-hmm. You didn't really have that in this. You just have to yeah. kind of piece it together. And I like that. It doesn't make it doesn't show the audience or act like the audience is dumb. It's like you know we we know you're going to figure it out or get your own take on it at least. Yeah. But I also like how they uh, the hauntings go on. 
like it'll like in, in different J horrors, it'll follow you, you know, and that we haven't done that till recent movies, like our old ghost type movies. It was like, Oh, this place is haunted. Don't go in there. And then they go in there and they get killed. Mm-hmm. This one, it's like, it affects your life. It becomes, I don't know if you've ever seen very many J horror movies, but like, they're all kind of like that. It's like, it gets in your soul. And affects you and the people around you, and it just keeps on living on generationally. Mm -hmm. And it's it's kind of like generate, you know, as a metaphor, it's like generational trauma. It is, you know. So I remember when the uh, American version of The Grudge first came out. Like I never seen anything like that, so I never thought about the possibility of like an evil spirit attaching itself to you. Yeah, being able to follow you wherever you go. Yeah. So that was the scariest thing to me, and. That's what makes the grudge so unique. And I just love that. That one movie, it's remake here in America sucked, but there's one Japanese original that I really liked and nobody hardly saw. It was called Pulse. Oh, yeah. But it's not the Pulse remake American version because that that one was not good. (laughs) That was horrible. The Japanese one's so good. And it's like, it's like almost like, you could tell it has a metaphor for the nuclear stuff that happened, even though that was in the forties during world war two, the ripple effect all the way to the eighties and nineties when that movie was made, how that one event devastated their entire country for 40 to 50 years. Mm -hmm. Right. And how it just lived on and on and on. And just like, it's just so that movie's so haunting. Have you ever watched that? Mm Mm-mm. I'll will send it home with you. It's a weird it's a weird movie. Pulse. Okay. Yeah, as long as it's not the American version. It's not the American time. version. The Jeez. American version, like once again, they tried to Americanize it and put too much shit in it, and it just wasn't that good. Yeah. But the the original version was pretty crazy. I don't know. I like these type of movies. So you want to give a give it a rating? And kick us off there, buddy. Gonna ask like, pretty sure you like the Japanese version of this movie better than the uh, American version. I did, but I like both equally. Like I didn't, I didn't mind the American version of this one at all. Mm-hmm. And I do like me some Sarah Michelle Geller. Right. I feel about the same. <laughs> I finger gun pointed. At me I know. <laughs> Trent's with me. Trent's with me. Yeah. My it. first crush as a boy. I feel about the same. And like story. I said, as I was watching this uh, Japanese version for the first time, I was actually like pleasantly surprised at how a lot of it really was shot like scene for scene. So. The fact that you said the director of that one helped on the American version makes a lot of sense to me. But uh, there are things that I like better about both, I'd say. Like, I don't know, I guess I like the ghost effects better in the American version. Yeah, it's scarier looking. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, but I think I like the storytelling in the Japanese version better. Yeah. I'd probably agree with that. Good take. Yeah. Good take. Well done. Well done. Give so us a, give, give us a rating after that. <sighs> rate them both if you want to. Just rate them both. Trent's only seen the Japanese yeah. versions. Yeah. I got the same Michelle Geller one. If you want to borrow it, too. you should check it out. I'm gonna give them both an eight. I should pop my knuckles. <laughs> <laughs> I heard it. <laughs> I was really shooting. Not as loud as Ian's knees, but still, it's worthy. He has his own sound effects with yeah. his knees cracking. So you give them both an eight. Yeah, I'm going to give them both an eight. Like I said, there are things that I like equally about both, but I love them both. Well, 
obviously can't rate the American one yet until I watch it, but I was going to give the uh, Juon. Um, I was going to give it a solid seven. That is fair. Yeah. I enjoyed it. So I would give seven and a half to the Japanese version and probably a seven to the seven and a half to the American version. And I think the reason I wouldn't go into the eights is because I like the ring so much compared to this movie. And I know it's hard. It kind of sucks. You have to compare other movies that are not even the same movie, but they're kind of from the same legend mm-hmm. and they're both J horror. So like they're in the same vein. All right. And it's two of the most popular ones too. Yeah. yeah it's hard for me to put something above the ring. Cause I really, really liked the ring when it first came out. A lot of people get those two ghosts confused too. True. And they had, did you see where they had the face-off between the two? No. They have a movie where those two are in the same movie and fight. What? Like a real one or like kind of funny? No. It's a real movie. <laughs> oh. Look it up. I ain't lying. It came out like four years ago, maybe. Wow. Well, I've not heard of that one. Sudeko or Sudeko. Sudoku. Is that the ring? Sudoku. Sudoku. <laughs> Doing all the puzzles. That's just, that's just racist. I got you. I got you. Was that an American-made film or is it uh, Japanese? I think it was not. Let me see. Like the there's also a movie about the slip mouth woman called Carved, by the way. I would like to see that. Just uh talking about that character is kind of frightening just to think about. Kinda of reminds me of the woman who haunts That's the twenty sixteen, uh, Sudeko versus Kayoko. Boom. Hmm. Uh apparently watch options, you can see it on YouTube Prime, maybe. Hmm. Would definitely like to see that. It says Amazon Prime Video. You probably have to rent it though. Let me see Prime Video. Oh yeah, you gotta rent it. Well, we forgot to mention at the top of the show, but as always, if any listener wants to go back and watch Juon and and partake in breaking it down with us, um, it was on Amazon Prime for free. And I also found it on a app on the Roku channel called Local Views. There are some ads involved, but not Actually, a whole lot of ads, but you can watch it for free. You can go through Prime, but I think the actual specific app it was on was Freebie, which I think is like a yeah. sub little app of Prime. Isn't that what used to be the IMDb app? It's I'm called Freebie sure. now or something. Yeah. So yeah. I usually just uh, search for a movie in the uh, Roku app, and it'll suggest all the options and let you know if you got to rent it or if you can watch it for free. It's worth a watch if you've never seen it, but... The only thing about it is if you've never seen it at this point, you've seen so many things like it and so many spoofs of it that it's probably laughable when you watch it. It's going to be a little plain old Jane, I feel like, for people who... yeah. Like, when I first watched it, it was exciting. But when I watched it for a second time after seeing all these other films in the last 20 years since it came out, it's not as good. Yeah. Ring's still good, though. I'm still going out on that sword. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> See, I, I like loved the ring. first ring, but I I didn't like the second one so much. So no, I stopped watching them. I don't, I don't know why they keep on putting out second ones. Yeah. Which, by the way, I don't know if you know this, because I was thinking about franchises, because you, you were mentioning franchises, good little franchise type thing. Franchises are so uneven, right? Leprechauns, Child Plays, all of them are up and down constantly. Friday the 13th and everything. The the most uneven franchise I've ever seen, and I finally figured out why, is Amityville Horror. Because there's okay. like 30 different ones, probably. Not only 30 different ones, they didn't keep the rights to the name. 
And that's why there are 30 difference. Me and you could make an Amityville horror tomorrow and not get sued. I think we talked about that a little <laughs> bit on the Amityville episode we did. But yeah, yeah, there's so many Amityville movies Amity- and shows. Amityville yeah. horror takes a shit. <laughs> yeah, just on Amazon Prime, you try to look them up and like 30 different movies yeah. pop up. On the flip Crazy. side, maybe hot take. I was going to bring this up back when we were going to do an episode on it. But I think one of the strongest franchises running so far is the Scream franchise. I was going to bring it up when we were going to do Scream 6. We never did an episode on it. Maybe we still will one day. But I don't think there's a bad one in the bunch in that franchise, personally. Uh, People hate on 3. 3 was awesome. I'm not a big 4 fan. <laughs> 4 was probably my least favorite, I'll be I'm honest. I'm not a big 4 fan. Three but and four it's still a good quality. Kick rocks as far as I'm concerned. I'm just kick saying. Rocks. But I mean, I don't. I wouldn't put those at the depths of like other franchises as worst movies. You know two, what I'm saying? Like 4 is very watchable okay. still, even though it's kind of... Yeah, but I, they I, kept your interest for a while, but I I felt like they went up really high really quick, like the first two, and then three started going down, four went way down, five kind of started bringing it back up. The last one, I love the last what are two, we on? Like yeah. six, six yeah. yeah. So five and six has brought it back up, you know. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's a hot take, but that was what I was thinking about when I was. Uh, I've said it before, and I will say it right here again. I think six is probably my favorite. Of all time? Mm-hmm. Hmm. I will not say that. I liked it, though. You did finally watch it? I did watch it. Oh, nice. They had the little, if you haven't watched it, spoiler alert, had the little little room, the little museum. I like that part. Yeah. It kind of reminded me of Scooby-Doo, you know, like with the Scooby-Doo ghost monster things everywhere. Kind of reminded me of this basement. Yeah. <laughs> now you got to build that whole set for the Horror the Ohio Film Festival, second oh, wow. annual. Like Are we time. already plugging that? It's Let's only start uh, plugging it, man. Let's it's only it. May, and we're already going to start plugging it. That's all right. Yeah, yeah. We have a return to the horror at the Ohio, and it's going to be bigger and badder and better than ever because we've only had one. Uh, <laughs> right. But yeah, we're <laughs> the sequel's we're always the, bigger and better. It right? is. So we're Maybe watching movies right now. We've got some plans in place, and we're going to show an orid, uh original horror films and short horror films, but we're also going to actually show two classic horror films that have already been made. So we'll reveal those later on, maybe. Just to get some butts and seats. You know, people like uh, the classics. People love classic horror mm-hmm. mail- movies, right? So Absolutely. hopefully people pay for that. And then also we're going to do like a little thing around Madison to where you can go to different businesses and get like these it's kind of kind of like a it's like a passport is what we're calling it. You go around it's kind of like a pub crawl if you were drinking. You know what I'm saying? Where you go from bar to bar to bar and just drink different beers. Oh, I know. But it encourages you to go to these stores, get your little card stamped. Yeah. If you get enough stamps on your card, you come back and you could win something. Win like a prize. We're gonna yeah. give away some big prizes, hopefully. And you know, if you get your go to the different places. So it's like people that are out of town, it's gonna to encourage them to go see our town. Which is kind of and cool. biggest and that best of all, awesome. biggest and best of all, the prom, the horror the, prom. I thought we were calling it monster prom. Monster prom. <laughs> <laughs> I want to call the it the monster, monster mash, prom. but you're going to outvote me on that. Do you want to get sued, buddy? <laughs> well, we looked at. You want to even play the song during the whole thing? We looked at it like everybody wants to, like when they're older, wants to like feel that child in them, that that young person in them again, and everybody. Maybe if you went to prom and had fun, you loved your prom. Maybe you went to prom and had a bad time, and you're like, I wish that prom would have been better. This is your second chance be better. 
to get a better prom. It is a costume party prom. You dress up like anything you want. It could be a monster. It could be a sexy school nurse. It could be a, you know, whatever you, you know. I know the more skin, looked, the better. You looked in my eyes. I knew you were. Will, will we have a bucket nurse. of pig blood handy for somebody that comes dressed as Carrie? I might dress as Carrie, and you could be a the William Cat guy. You could put a blonde wig on next was, to me. And we'll just. I was thinking we need to do because I was like, what are the most iconic proms in horror? I was like, you got Carrie, so we need to have pig's blood. Then you got prom night. Didn't that guy have a beheading? Was it an axe that he yeah. had the whole time? So we need to have someone with an axe running around. Get that dude's mm-hmm. head off. Oh, yeah. But yeah, we're going to have a prom. It's going to have a DJ, some kind of cool DJ, maybe some karaoke. We're calling Scaryoke. Oh, snap. So we're going to do some cool stuff like that this year. But I want everybody's butts out into our prom. You want to keep literally, your, you literally <laughs> want to have your butt out. I mean, it's an adult prom, so it's like no kids allowed. It's going to be adults only there. Uh, there's going to be a cash bar, probably. And oh, yeah, for food. Sure. We're going to have food trucks this year, a few of them, and we're going to have local restaurants buying into this gig. So, should be a be fun a, weekend, be a fun time. <laughs> Getting choked up just thinking about it. I know. <laughs> I can't wait to dance. Yeah. You seen me dance yet? Uh, I've, I've seen you two step a little bit. We're gonna have to get a little bit tipsy to yeah. get that. Yeah, this is gonna be great though. We're gonna be able to film. We're gonna it. get him to karaoke and put it all over social media. Play some Fifty Cent in the club. Yeah, <laughs> I'll be on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Last year it was so much fun, and yeah, it's gonna our be town needs something like bigger this. Bigger and better, and we're like we promised. You know, every year we're gonna try to get bigger with it. We're gonna add add another couple things next year, even so. That's the way we're doing it. That's right. That's right. That's right. So you guys got anything else? I don't think so. We have uh, official dates for that? Uh, 20th and 21st of October. Mark your calendars. I'm pretty sure. Did I say that right? I believe that's right. <laughs> Trent's getting we're going to have to wrap up because I can't even <laughs> say short sentences any longer. Yes, the 20th and 21st of October. So, Okay, one last question before we go on here. Uh, I'll ask the question, then I'll sign us off, and then you guys give your answer after the sign-off. You ready? Okay. Pressure. Ready? Maybe. So in in Juan, there's a iconic scene where something is in her bed, and she pulls up the covers, and that girl comes out and grabs her, right? Uh-huh. If you're alone at night... <laughs> And you feel the covers rustling. You get the balls enough to lift the covers over your head and see who's under there. Who do you want it to be? Oh, my God. (laughs) Putting him on the spot like that. Does it have to be a ghost? No, it could be anybody. Oh. And we're not going to give explanations. You're going to say the name, and we're just going to go out. You ready? Mm -hmm. Thanks for listening to another exciting episode of Horror You Know Podcast. I'm Darren. I'm Ian. Oh, I was waiting for his answer. I'm Trent. Yep. And my answer is Rhea Ripley. I don't know who mine would be, but whoever it is is getting a Dutch oven. I guarantee it. (laughs) Probably my wife. (laughs) How do I know you wouldn't give a solid answer? (laughs) Okay. Jack Black, because I think it'd be funny as hell. (laughs) It would be. He'd be like, hey, dudes. If that gets me to hang out with Jack Black, I'll change that to my answer, too. Anything to hang out with. Jack Black and Trent in my bed. Still gonna get a Dutch oven.